Welcome to the Tear Down the Walls podcast. I'm your host, Gail Keys Allen. This is the place where you'll learn how to go from being a six-figure employee to a six-figure badass entrepreneur without burnout or stress. I love to geek out on everything money, mindset, manifestation, and magic. So get ready to turn your world upside down and create the life and business of your dreams. I've decided that every time I speak, I make money. Oh, I like that. (laughs) It's just, I just decided that. It's funny to me how I, when I work with people and, and especially when I'm working with you, as soon as I sit down with you, I'm like, Oh, you know, what? you know what we could do, you know, and it's all about, well, you know, I'm be, like, you, you should do this, 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 this. And I'm like, recording this. I know. Right. Oh, wait, I am. Oh, recording we are, we are it. recording it. Yes, we are. So what if I played this in the beginning and then people got like, Hey, people listening in on the podcast. See, we started the recording early. So Before we get too deep into our conversation, this is my client, Lori Mendenhall, and we're just going to keep talking because why not? Hey, Lori. Well, it's what we do best. We get in, I I say we get in a room together, we get in a Zoom together, and the, I don't know what it is, the energy between us is just, it's like we feed off of each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Very true. So tell people who you are and tell them about yourself before we get too deep in the conversation. That, that It's really funny because I hadn't even really thought about introducing myself. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Laurie Mendenhall. I live in North Carolina. I am a creative coach. I, um, I help women coaches and creatives um, you know, we sit down together and pull out all of that intellectual property, whatever it is, whether it's whether you want to make a coloring book or if you want to do a journal, um, we sit down and really kind of pull all of that out and kind of put it on the table and say, okay, what can we do with all of this? Because a lot of times coaches and creatives don't realize that they have all of this stuff that, that they can put into these things that can help others that they can, it's not just about sitting one-on-one with somebody, right? Totally. It's, you know, it's about being in. So, so that's what I do. Um, I also have a corporate job and um, that I have been in for about 13 years. Um, I am a stepmom, a dog mom, a wife. Um, I love to roller skate. (laughs) I'm 52. Let me say this. I'm 52 years old. I love to roller skate. I love to go to Disney. Um, If it's a roller coaster, I'll get on it. If it spins around like a teacup, I'll get on it. Um, I am, you know, I'm, I'm a big kid. So I think that sums it up. So Lori, where were you before we started working together? So Lori's my Lori was my one-on-one client. She just finished her first six months. She'll be back, but um, back. Tell, the, tell the people where you were before we started working together. So before we started working together, I mean, I have been an artist and a creative, and I've always kind of chased that. But then I would burn myself out on it. And um, before we met, I had decided. During the pan- so during the pandemic, I had kind of a midlife crisis, if you will. I decided um, I was furloughed. I went back to work for two months and then I was laid off for six months. And during that time, I worked on myself and um, I wish I had met Gail then. <laughs> I really could have gotten a lot of things done. Um, but that wasn't, how, that wasn't how this was supposed to turn out. So I went to yoga teacher training. I became a yoga teacher. Um, I became a Reiki practitioner. I was in that learning mode, which brought me somehow to Kathy Heller, which put me in this podcast, your turn to podcast. And I was put in this, um, in this group, there were, we had several groups on Facebook and there was a, there was a Facebook group called um, the podcasting cohort from last October. Mm -hmm. And 
you know, I was very active in it, always liking posts and reading what everybody had to say and do, you know, kind of learning, trying to learn about a podcast, right? Which I did actually launch a podcast. I was really proud of myself. I took, <laughs> I took, you know, this course and I actually launched a podcast. Um, and I've had one season under my belt and I'm looking forward to starting that back up again. Um, but in January, Gail made a post in this group and it was like, hey guys, I've been MIA. I'm getting ready to relaunch my podcast, but here's what I've, this, this is what I, I, I have already. Right. And I was like, that woman looks so familiar. And, you know, she's got this picture, professional picture and she's smiling. And so I'm like, I think that's that lady that, that's it. You know, it was in this group. And I was like, I think that's lady, that lady that's got this big blue fur coat. And I remember the first time I ever saw Gail in that fur coat, I was like, I don't know her, but I can tell I like her already. And so when she, so when she posted this post, I was like, huh. So I went, listened to all of her podcasts, probably in a day. Um, And I am not a very good podcast listener. I'm not a, I'm not a frequent flyer on podcasts. I try some days it's hard. Um, I like to listen to music. So if I put something in my ear, I want to be dancing to it. I listened to her podcast and by that, she posted that post in the middle of January. And by the end of January, I had reached out and said, I see you've got a, you know, I can, I can talk to you and, and see what this is all about. And backstory on this is that I had lost my life coach the year before to cancer. And I kind of felt like I was flailing around and I just kept saying, Jane, when you find somebody that can work with me and really help me send her my way. And this is how I believe Jane, uh, Jane sent Gail to me. I didn't know that part of it that you were asking. I, of course. Yes. I was always asking, I was asking for guidance, always asking, you know, please send me somebody because at first I was, I was like, okay, now's your time. You can get out there and make something of yourself. And then I was like, I had no idea how bad my mindset was. Mm-hmm. Um, I had no idea how all of these thoughts and it's, you know, and, and it's your negative thoughts are, it's like, it's like an addiction because you can move past them and be working real hard and feel all good about yourself. And then one day your brain will go, Hey, you're fat today, <laughs> you know, just something totally just knock you out of the park right. um, and be like, what? I feel good. But then your brain's like, are you sure? <laughs> um, and this is how your thoughts work. Your brain, your ego is constantly, you know, fighting. So let's go back to, yeah. to brain bending. So let me go back. I'm sorry. So, See, and here's my other problem. I like to talk, so <laughs> you might have to just rail me in a little bit. No problem. Um, so when I had this conversation with you, this first, um, you know, con- consultation, right? I just knew from the minute that I got on with you, I was so nervous. I've never worked with another person. And <clears throat> I got on with you and I was just like, I could feel it in my in my soul, my, my, my vibration was just, and it's like this, you see how excited I am. I don't talk to anybody else. This excited. <laughs> this is what Gail's energy does to my energy. It gets me all worked up. Um, it gets me excited. And I just knew right then. And she was like, okay, this is, this is what I do. And this is what it costs. And I said, okay, let me call you back in a week. And I was off to the races to, to figure out what I was going to do because I was like, but there's a will, there's a way. And this woman was not put in front of me by accident. There's, there, there are no accidents, but this was, and, I, and, I, and I'm sure Gail gets tired of me saying, this was divine. This is, you yeah. were sent to me, you were put in front of me and you were put in front of me subtly, which is what I think is really interesting now that I've like, kind of backed up and taken a look to see, like done a little investigative reporting mm-hmm. to see how subtle you were put in front of me. Now, what do you mean by that? In the, like in the, in, like in the cohort, like you would post in the cohort. Uh-huh. And I would think she looks like an interesting person, you know, 
and it was, it wasn't until that second time now that I, then I went listen to your podcast and I thought, I need to know her. I need, I need, I'm all, I'm, I'm going to reach out. And I did, I can't, you know, I think at 52, I finally put my big girl panties on and, you know, tried to decided it's now or never. Yeah. Yeah, that Well, that's the thought that I had when I started doing like going deep into this work. It's like, um, if you don't do it now, when will you do it? Right. Exactly. And, and I think that was, excuse me, that was something that really stuck out to me was because it was kind of a now or never. It was a, what the hell are you waiting on? And, and that's really the beauty of, of working with you and, and doing, you know, doing the hard things and doing the work. I, I know I've said to you before that when we started working together, what I want, what I thought I wanted and what I wanted you to do for me mm. was not anything that we did or came to realize that I should be doing. Right. That's so true. And that happens with most people. I had a client say to me the other day, I, what I came here for, we didn't really do, but what we did was exactly what I needed. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I was kind of flipping back through my notebook that I, that I use to, you know, I don't know, you know, Gail does all these courses and, you know, she'll throw out a course every, every month or every other month or something it will be three days or, you know, something she'll do lives and you, you can get her knowledge, you know, if you show up. And so between that, I was doing all of those. I, I had gone back. She has a group on Facebook called the Newpreneurs. And I went in and looked at all the trainings that she did in January. And, you know, I have this notebook. And now when I look at it and I see all the things, it's like I knew that everything that she was teaching was something that I needed to do and to implement. You can do the work, but if you don't implement the work. Totally. Yeah, you can show up for the trainings and everything sounds good and you get excited and then walk away and do nothing. But talk about what started changing once you started doing the work. Like what was your kind of like aha moment where things started to click? My gosh, it was several. It was several months. Different things would click at different times. And I would be working on, you know, we would talk about something about my, so we would start with the mindset. We really did. So first meeting with you, you asked me, what do I have to be to make $300,000 this year? (laughs) And I'll be honest with you. I read that a while ago and I went, that must've scared the shit out of me. (laughs) But you must have said you wanted to make 300,000. Well, right. Um, and I'm yeah. sure there was some number, uh, you know, yeah. that, that you were like, what do you want to make? And I was like, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and there's this list of things and it kind of makes me laugh because it, it literally is the first page of this notebook. Right. And, and I'm almost through the notebook now, but it, it was so funny because now it's come to, it was this thing. And then, you know, we'd say, okay, well, what do you really think about this? And as I would work just on that one little thing, it made me realize how negative my thoughts were around money. Like I always like, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am blah, whatever. <laughs> right. But, but I got a bank account that told you that that was not the truth. <laughs> right. So you can say all these things and do all these things, but you have to put it into action. And one day, we were talking about, because we, we do a lot of act as if, right? And I was like, I really want this beach house, you know, and I know exactly what I want it to look like, but I need it to be a little bit bigger because my family is really big and I want my sisters and my brothers and all of their kids, you know, to be there as much as they want to. And so I just started acting like when I get up in the mornings that I'm already living in that beach house and I sit at my kitchen table which faces out into my fenced in backyard where the beach is, you know, (laughs) 
yeah. where the beach will be. But truly, when I sit there and have my coffee, I just sit there and I'll watch the clouds float across the houses behind me and just think, look at that ocean out there, you know, because that's that was one of my first really big turning points was when I did that because it became such a habit that now I don't even realize it. You know, I don't even notice it. It's like I just know that that's no, that's I just know that's that's me. That's what I'm going to have what I have. Yeah. Right. You already have it. It just yes. hasn't materialized yet. It's coming to me. Yeah. Very fast. Yeah. So I can think of the another aha moment. And that was when you were so caught up with journaling. And, oh God. and I made a suggestion. You want to tell the people what the suggestion was? Yes. I'm sorry. That should have been that should have been the big one. But really that acting as if was was really big for me. So I was really struggling. I'm a big journaler. Like I was artist way three pages a day, get those journal notes out and get that all the crap out of your brain. And I was journaling, journaling, journaling. And Jane was like, oh, Jane, look at you. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow. Maybe Jane, Dale, maybe Jane is here. You never Jane know. must be here. Jane must be here. Um, and Gail said, why don't you put your journal down and draw something. And I was like, okay. In the first couple of days, I was like, okay, well, you know, I'll draw a money tree because that's, you know, all about abundance, all about wealth, whatever, um, you know, just to have something. And I, you know, and I worked on it and worked on it, worked on it. And I, I think Gail, you can probably say this too. I was surprised at what it looked like when I was finished with it. It's amazing. <laughs> Look, I, for everybody, you can't see this, but I have it here. She sent me the original and I look at it every day and it has hundred dollar bills on it. And I'm blown away. Like I'm blown away. This, yeah. And well, and that's why I sent it to you because I was like, because I kept drawing every day. I kept doing different things. Like I drew a picture of the beach, like things that like that I really wanted in my life. I, I didn't draw a picture of the house at the beach, but I drew a picture of the view that I wanted. Mm. And um, I drew several different things. And that was when, you know, and I wanted you to have that money tree because I realized that this really opened up more of my creativity and kind of opened me up to not be, being on such a narrow path. Right where I thought that I was just going to coach people and, and, you know, help them get out of their own way to become whatever artist or creative or whatever that they wanted to be. But the reality is, is that I like to really put my own creativity to good use and help um, and help my clients, you know, really with, you know, bouncing as we're bouncing ideas off of each other to, you know, I, I like to know my clients so well that I can take what they're telling me and know how they want it to look. And must I say, you are amazing at that. Like you've blown my mind. And it, what blows my mind is when you started working with me, this was not the direction. You had no clue at all. And because of that one thing, it just got the ball rolling and you got out of your way. It, it snowballed. And, and that was exactly it. You know, when you feel, when, when you feel stuck, you feel like you're just in your own way and you don't know how to move. And, you know, I was zigging and zagging, but nobody ever said, you know, maybe you should just put this down for a little while and try this. I mean, I would sit down every morning and ask myself, you know, and write questions to myself, hoping to for some grand answer to come spilling right. out of my pen. Right. And really it was that I needed to move that notion of this is how I should be doing it every morning. Yeah. And you and you were overthinking it so much and so much in your head that I wanted to help you be in more of a safe space. Like your art is more of your safe space. And it just came to me like, why aren't you drawing instead of trying to force this on yourself? Right. It, it, 
it's clear as crystal in hindsight, right? <laughs> you know, it always is. Um, it just blew me away. And, you know, it went from journaling to you to, to, so then you were like, well, what if you started drawing on your iPad? And I was like, oh God, you know, I've messed around on that thing. It looks ridiculous. Yeah. It's not the same. It's not a real pen. And then I remember that conversation. Yeah. Um, we had that conversation. And so I was like, for those of you that just so I can give you a little background, I'm a really good student. So if my teacher tells me to do something, I'm going to do it um, because I, I'm a people pleaser. I know that I'm a people pleaser, but I'm also aware that I'm, that if she's telling me to do something, especially if Gail is telling me to do it, that I need to really seriously check into it because this is not coming out of her brain. This is coming out of a divine download. And yeah, thank you for acknowledging that because it, it, it really is. It's like, because you're said, well, we'll have these conversations and you'll say, so this just came to me, <laughs> like just in from heaven. <laughs> um, so I started doodling on this iPad and, you know, and I discovered, you know, I've, I've had Procreate for a while. I just, it was very clunky to me. And um, so I would mess around on it, but not very often. And this this challenge, so to speak, led me to learning how to draw uh, mandalas and, and just messing around with it. And the next thing I know, I just was like, you know, I think I'm going to put this together as a coloring book and sell it on Amazon. <laughs> I was blown away. Not only was I blown away that you did that and pretty quickly, but that you just, no drama. I mean, if you had drama, you didn't express it. It just seemed like it flowed so quickly and easily and you just did it. And But the, even the procreate, why do you think you didn't have resistance this time when I suggested that you really go all in with learning it? So the reason that I was not resistant to it this time was because you had told me to quit journaling and to draw and that opened a window mm. and I thought okay so what if this opens a door mm -hmm. it did yeah. and you know I and I still sit down I mean I, I'm working on a project right now and I I've been sitting down every night and doing three pages you know like three different different designs. And that's really how it, it goes so quickly for me is because uh, what I'm creating, I'm able to do while I'm sitting in front of TV, I'm just listening or watching or, you know, and it's rerun season. So it's not like I haven't seen what's on TV, <laughs> but I'm, you know, it's just kind of, it gives us, we're all in the same room together. My husband and the dogs and I, or, or Charlie's here, you know, um, we're all together watching whatever, but it doesn't, it doesn't seem like it takes me away. Like I'm not, um, I'm not like working extra hours or anything. I'm just, you're having in your fun. I'm having fun doing what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm in my purpose. You're in your purpose. But I, I want people to know that I don't just randomly tell my clients what to do. I, no. I listen, I listen to what's being said, but I also hear what's not being said. Yes. And, and that makes sense. I think that we also need to clarify that you're not telling anybody what right. to do. Right. You're actually saying, what if you tried this? Yes. What, how, do, how does this sit with you? That's kind of, yeah. um, because I think that's really important. Um, because, you know, because as a coach, you're not, you're not sitting there going, well, I think you should do this, this, and this, like a doctor. Right. You know, <laughs> you're, you're, you're getting these divine downloads and, and saying, have you thought about, have you thought about doing this? Yeah. Yeah. What if, or what if right. you tried this for three days or five days or whatever it was for the, I think when we did the journal swap out, it was like for the next week, yeah. let's try just yeah. drawing. Yes. And of course it 
was really hard for me because I would draw and then I would want to write something because I was so uh, habitually ready to journal mm-hmm. that it was, it was also breaking that habit. Right. And I, I still will journal sometimes, but it might just be, I just need to jot out some things to get it out of my brain. But, yeah. But before you weren't just journaling, but you were trying to force yourself to think differently. Yeah. So yeah. it was it was more than just journaling. You were right. trying to force these new thoughts to hold on and, and take shape. And that's not how it happens. And isn't it amazing that it's happened by drawing a money tree and and creating a coloring book? Tell, talk about how that's changed, helped you to um, live in the new way of thinking and what does it look like in your life now? So doing the, you know, working on the, the, the coloring book and, and, you know, spending more time, I actually carry, instead of carrying my journal with me, I actually carry just a, a, a journal, but it doesn't have lines in it. I can draw in it. I can make notes in it if I want to. Um, that's one thing I think that has changed. And I kind of, and it's a little bit smaller, but you know, after I did my coloring book, because I love to journal, <laughs> I created a journal. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the journal includes, you know, a page that asks you, you know, how you're feeling, what your what your mindset is today. It, it kind of helps you check in with yourself, but then it has a page where you know, a coloring page, and then it has a doodling page. So there's a page to color and to draw. And then there's a couple of pages after that to journal. And it's kind of like, you know, it's my perfect journal. I can do all the things in it. Um, And you created it with your own brain. Yes. Very quickly. That's what blows my mind. Like people think it has to take a long time to do things. And how long between the coloring book and the journal? What amount of time from start to finish? Well, let's say we would, I would have started the coloring book maybe in March and I had it in on Amazon in June and the journal, I started probably right after, after I finished that. And that didn't take, that didn't even take very long, mostly because the coloring pages are very similar, but they're smaller mm-hmm. that there are some, there are, well, there, there are some reuses of the coloring pages in the journal but um, once you have your format and kind of know what you, how you want it set up and how you want it to look, it's, it's really easy to, to put it together. Mm-hmm. Um, my thing was trying to get, all, you know, getting all the colors done. And I just sit down with the computer in front of the TV at night and just work on it and get it moved around and, um, and that kind of thing. And in March, were, were you creating the coloring book in March? You know, I can't remember. I want to say that I'm trying, I was trying to think of when we, when you said try and, and, you know, we can't go about that, um, that money tree because I apparently put some random date on it. Oh, it (laughs) You remember it was like, like I put the date on it that I mailed it to you or something. I don't, I don't know. It it was, it was very weird. I would have to go back and look and see. Yeah, I'm I'm curious. I think it was quicker than that though. But even if it wasn't, say say between April and when did the um journal come out? It was it in July or so, yes, the journal came out in July. Because I wanted to I wanted I wanted to do the I wanted the coloring book to be out in June and the and the journal to be out in July. Yeah, so to create both of those in three months is freaking amazing. It you know, it's so funny because I think about this every time anybody talks about painting or anything, when it's kind of your thing, it doesn't, it, it doesn't seem to take as long. You know what I mean? Like for, for the first, for somebody that doesn't, there's not, you know, an artist or whatever that hasn't, you know, done anything. I've never, I've never done anything like this before. It was one of those things where I actually had to go and do some research and figure out how to use 
Kindle digital printing. And I'm, I can't even remember where I heard that term. And I went, what? I can print a book on Kindle and sell it on Amazon. I mean, it was like, what? Well, what, well, what allowed you to give yourself permission to do it? Because a lot of people would be thinking, who am I? I never created a book. I'm, I don't know how to do this. What if people don't like it? What? So what allowed you to get out of your own way? Well, it has to be my work with you. I mean, truly, it has to. There, There is. I can't remember exactly what it was that got me started on it. I was I started on doing that. Mm -hmm or working on the coloring book, but it was one of those things is that once I took your advice to start working on my iPad, it just like, I, I would, I would do some things. And then I was like, okay, well today I'm going to actually try to draw something and create something out of that. And, you know, instead of just making doodles. Right. And I think the more I did it, the easier it became or it, the easier that it came to me. And the next thing I know, I'm looking at my iPad and I've got like 30 some, I don't even know how long the coloring book is, but I've got all these drawings. I'm like, well, what am I going to do with them? I should put them in a coloring book. And my whole thing was, I was just going to do it for me. <laughs> and then something about the, you know, the Kindle digital printing. I was like, well, I'm curious about that. I wonder if I could sell a coloring book. Right. Uh, on Amazon. And, and then, yeah. And then the other thing is in between that, I started the eight week course, the abundant woman. And so you were in there and I was talk teaching you all of, all of the ladies in there, how to make money doing something you already know how to do. That is exactly where that came from. I'm glad that you said that because yeah, I see, I get into my, into my own head. And then I'm like, what happened then what happened then but that is exactly right so when the abundant woman started because I even told you I'm like I love our one-on-ones but in that group we all you know are, are feeding off of each other and supporting each other and I think one of the the best things that I love doing with you in in those in the in the group is writing down 20 those 25 things yeah and, and I think that's, I think that's so much fun, but it was one of those things where I'm like, well, I can make money with my art right. and, here's, and here's how, and, and I, I want to say that that's what it was. When did we finish that in the middle of July? Yes. So it's we would have started that yeah. in the middle of May. So yeah, May. that coloring book's going to tie in that time frame. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. Um, so imagine everybody listening in two months you go from idea to completion. Like, does it blow your mind that this all happened? Well, we were working together before that, but I mean, the project with the coloring book and the journal. Yes. Does it blow your mind? Yes. I, I still, I mean, I'm so, I'm so proud of my coloring book and, and I'm so excited for, you know, some of the ideas that I have for the next one um, and that I have started working on as well. But it, it was almost like I was proud of myself, scared to death. What do you call it? Scared sighted, yeah, scared sighted. But at the same time, I was so happy that I actually took all this stuff that was, you know, flowing in my brain and, could put it out and pr have it printed on paper. Mm. Like I didn't even tell anybody that it was on Amazon until I got my copy. Right. Um, you know, because the way uh, Amazon works is you turn it in. If they're, if they don't think the, if they think something's off, they kick it back to you to edit. And then, um, which is another thing that I discovered that I was like, Oh, so it doesn't have to be perfect. And I, and I will say this, I went into this thinking, it doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done. Because for me, if I sit around and wait till it's perfect, it'll never get done. For everybody, though. Yeah. For, for everybody. That's what keeps a lot of people stuck. Yes. Yeah. And I think that was one of the things in, in your group that in the Abundant Woman that was no perfect. We can't do perfect. Perfect right. is not, you know, 
if you sit around and wait till perfect, you'll never, you'll never do anything. You'll never put anything out there. And if I sat around and waited till perfect, I would still be sitting around trying to figure out exactly what kind of coach I am. That's true. I mean, right. And just so people know, my one-on-one clients got the abundant woman course as part of the program. So they did not pay extra for it. So it was amazing to have my one-on-one clients in there with the other women that just, you know, registered for the abundant woman. And it was just such an amazing mix of people at different levels, working on totally different things, but supporting each other. Can, Can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, gosh. Of course I can. Yeah, that's so funny because I, I just started thinking about Patricia's cake. <laughs> just started, you know, so every week we come in and we learn, you know, we get all this valuable knowledge from Gail, but then Gail offers out coaching and we all, I was, I was talking about this. I even posted in our, in our abundant woman group the other day. And I'm like, look, I've been doing this thing where I've been having these consultations, these play dates with, people, but I've been also been having them with people in the abundant woman group because, and, you know, and I've discovered that we've all got so much in common, but that there is no accident that these women are all in the same group together. Mm, Um, We all live all over, not just the country, but the world. And that's fun. That is a lot of fun to, you know, to get that support from people, from women that you don't know and to support women that you don't know, that you get excited about their business and you get excited for them and you want to see them succeed. That is one of the things that I think, Gail, that you bring. I've been in a lot of groups, I've taken a lot of classes, but in this, it's just so, it's so much more supportive it's very open. It's supportive. You want us to share our ideas with each other and, you know, and, and tell each other what we do because, you know, I was thinking about that. Um, one of the other gals in the group, Beth, who, you know, does podcasts and she's probably going to be on your show at some point if she hasn't already. And, you know, I met her through you And I was like, oh, she can really help me reboot this podcast. So, you know, that is one of the things that I love about the abundant woman is that it's, it's just, it's like a, it's like a women's group that meets and, you know, we socialize and and we learn stuff and, you know, you don't have to leave your house to do it. Right. And you learn how to make money doing what you love. Yes. And where, where else, where else is there where you can do that? It's, it's like, I don't even want people to learn anything new. I want you to honor what skills and things you enjoy already so that you're showing up like in, in your greatness, like, oh, I already know how to bake cakes or I already know how to do a podcast or I already know how to draw or paint or whatever. Someone wrote a book. I mean, everybody's doing something a little different, but there are things you already know how to do. And they're the things that really light us, light us up. When, when you and I started talking about, you know, my, you know, my creating the journal and the book is, is really what led to realizing that my coaching is really to help other people like me pull what they have out and publish it or, or, or create a workbook or whatever. And you looked at me one day and you're like, I don't, I've never seen you get so excited about something. Yeah, I know. Like you get so excited about, about creating workbooks. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, huh, you're, you know, you're right. <laughs> yeah. And, and just to be transparent now, Lori is helping me not only create my own workbook, coloring book, we'll see what it ends up being. But she's also doing a workbook for the Abundant Woman Playground, which is the next version of Abundant Woman. Totally new materials, but put together different, different kind of exercises. But now it's about money and play. Money and play. 
yeah and this so, workbook is really amazing you guys yeah and it's I, I can't even I can't even describe it because like I said at the beginning when I get with Gail we just we just start rolling and you know divine just starts dumping in our laps and saying what about this what about this and yes and it just it's it's that that has come together so so wonderfully and I'm just really excited about it and excited um for what's coming I just (laughs) learned that I love collaborating with my clients and maybe you know some coaches might think that's a little weird or whatever they want to keep this division but it's it's created such amazing relationships between myself and my clients and it's helped them get results much quicker that's the other thing too because I've been told like if I believe in you then it helps catapult you so I see your greatness why am I not going to speak to your greatness like why am I not if I need the service that you provide why wouldn't I be your first client like it doesn't even make sense to me. So here we are. She's my client, but now mm-hmm. I told her she's my new creative director. She's <laughs> somehow going to keep working with me forever and a day. I'm going to um, be on. I'm on staff. Yeah, um, yeah. Which but, yeah, very ahead. well may be the best job I've ever had. <laughs> may well be. I'm sure it will be. You know, we'll, we'll see. We've only been working together a few months. I'm just, <laughs> well, I you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. like, it goes back to, you know, even when we, we first started discussing this workbook, it was, you know, I, I just kept saying, I was like, oh, God, you know, this is just, I, I, I just have this, cl- we just have this click that just, we just magnify all of these thoughts that we have and they just keep coming and just keep rolling. And I'm like, and at at one point I was like, how long is this workbook going to be? Is it going to be like 300 pages? (laughs) Well, that's a lot of value. It is a lot of value. (laughs) Yeah. But the other thing I talk so much now about working with soulmate clients, like that's super important to me. How would you, because we we are soulmate friends now, client, friend. Absolutely. Collaborators, all of the things. Um, what are your thoughts about being a soulmate client? Like, does, does that make sense to you now? Oh, absolutely. I'm, so let's back up to when I talked about how I first saw you. And then I was like, hey, there's that woman in that blue. I, you know, when people, when people use the term soulmate, I always laugh because they're like, they see somebody and they're like, I'm going to marry that girl, or I'm going to marry that guy. Right. It's not just, you know, and I kind of laugh. I'm like, well, that's not really soulmates. That's just, it's part of your plan. Right. But I do believe that when people are meant to be together, the, to whether it's work, you know, work, well, whatever it is mm-hmm. that you just mesh well together and that everything that you do does feel like a, does feel like the divine is, is, you it's know, divine all in it. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. all there. And it just, it, and it's, and the other good thing about that, it's so easy. It just is totally. so easy. Totally. That's, you know, when I, when I talk to people, and you know and hear their stories and and work towards you know we, we start talking about what they might want um I know when I hang up or you know hop off the zoom or whatever that I'm like this is either going to work or not because because you just you can you can already feel it and that's what I think exactly that you've you've hit the nail on the head with the soulmate client but you trust yourself also and so yes. that's really important some people keep second guessing themselves and don't trust themselves and what if this what if that but you you trust yourself because our instinct is strong it pops up now whether we follow it or not we get to choose but i've just learned that amazing things come out of following it oh absolutely i i 100% agree um when you just you just know and you also 
just know when to walk away. Uh, there's so not a, it's not, there's, it, it's not, it's not just knowing the good stuff. It's knowing the bad stuff too. And, you know, you talk a lot about your vibration and, you know, how that vibration attracts things in your life. That vibration, depending on where you are, also attracts things that aren't so good, depending right. on where the vibration yeah. is. And depending and, on where, what your thoughts are about it. But also when you're high vibe, you can repel the people that are not meant to be in your life or not meant to be a client or whatever, because you will not even appeal to them. Like there's people that hear me speak and they're like, oh, oh I'm one of my clients. I won't name her. Laughs all the time because she said some people had told her that I'm that they think I'm mean. And, and yeah, and we laugh about it. And I'm like, there's not a mean bone in my body. Like, but they, they think I'm mean. So we, you know, different people feel us or don't feel us. I, I, I just, you know what? You're right. Because I have, I have, so <laughs> I'm going to share a little something with you guys. My nickname in high school was bitch because people thought I was mean. <laughs> And, and I just, you know what? And you you know what I did? I just wore it as a badge. I said, okay. Why not? That's why I think it's If you funny. think I'm a bitch, that's fine. And right. you yeah. might not be wrong, but you probably might right. not be right. So, so we do want to repel some people because right. everybody's not meant to be in our life, to be our client, to be on this journey with us. I heard someone say they're not meant to be in the front row of your life. Right. Like, no. Right. So- so I, this is the Tear Down the Walls podcast. What walls have you torn down? Look at me. I'm like, oh. <laughs> what walls did I torn down? Wait, did I tear down walls? Um, the walls that, what walls have I torn down? That just, that just made me like freeze up. I, I think that's really funny. That kind of made me freeze. I because I haven't paid enough attention because I've kept moving forward. I haven't paid attention to the walls I'm, I'm busting down. I've busted down the walls of my mind, uh, of my mindset about, you know, how I would show up when I would have these epiphanies of, oh my God, you actually think that, you know, money's wrong, money's bad, or, you know, or people that have money are, are evil or right. Or like, Tell, tell, can you think of some thoughts that you had specifically about money that you have dropped and not tore down that, then you have torn down that wall? So I, I was just going to share something about this, which it took me six full solid months to get to this epiphany. But Gail says these things, this, this uses this thing about how you need to make friends with debt. Debt is not bad. Debt is neutral. And I would stress and stress and stress and stress about, you know, what I have on my credit card, what, 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 what I'm carrying, what, what I've still got to pay. And I even said this a couple of weeks ago to you about, well, I need to pay my credit card off first. <laughs> and that was, and it, and it didn't phase me in the least until the next day I woke up and I was like, what the hell did I say to her? I can't, and I was like, I can't believe she didn't call me on my shit right? Sorry, I'm cussing on your podcast. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, pardon me. I, I called myself on it yeah. and I immediately sat down, opened up all my banks, uh, looked at everything I had, took my checking account where I could link it to my credit cards. So I could see what was happening and I could see, and I don't know if y'all know this because I did not, because I did not make friends with my money until just recently that you're, if you do, I mean, and I have a small bank, so I know these big banks probably have this stuff too, but you can, your bank will come in and say, okay, you have this debt and this debt. You should pay this one off first. So put this much towards this one and this much towards this one. And they'll give you a date that you have it paid off. And I was like, yeah. So that wall I did I I have torn down. I'm and like I think that's the one that I'm most excited about Mm -hmm. because it was something that constantly stressed me out. Yeah, because you were carrying around shame about it. 
Correct. Yeah. And now I'm like, you said something during Abundant Woman that you said something about that you have to spend somebody else's money and to invest in yourself. It's not, not that it's necessarily someone else's money, but it's okay to have debt to do, you know, because you have to, I I, I know I didn't word that right. So you might want to clean that up a little bit, but it's basically about debt is neutral and you're always going to be using someone else's debt or someone else's money. You don't, don't, right. I mean, someone else's money. That's what I mean. You don't, you don't go pay cash for a house when you go buy it. You go get or somebody else's money or a car. Or college. I haven't had a car payment in several years, and Capital One is dying for me to buy a car. <laughs> I'm sure they are. <laughs> yeah. I mean, part, that was one of the biggest hurdles for me to jump over. And if I had not jumped over that hurdle, I would not be here talking to you today. Because I wouldn't have invested in coach certification. I no. wouldn't have quit my job. I, I, I wouldn't have invested in the mastermind. I mean, there's so much that I would have held on to my money for because I thought, oh my God, I'm 66. And what if I have debt? Or what if I spend this money and I don't have it here and there, whatever. Instead of thinking about the fact that they look at big businesses, they have a lot of debt. They use, they right. leverage other people's money all the time. They right. leverage other people's money. So I've taken out credit cards specifically to pay for coach certification and then made my money back. Right. Like you can make your money back if you learn how to make money on demand. And that's right. what I'm so excited about sharing with people is that you can make this list of 25 things you already know how to do and just pick one and sell it. Like literally monetize. So there's so many ways to monetize things. That was, that whole thing was truly like when I finally, when, when that little bit finally clicked in me, because sure, I can make a list of 25 things to sell. I have 25 things in here that I'm working on that I can sell. (laughs) Um, and I think that was, that was really big for me to, to, for the debt thing, but also that, you know, I sat down, we did, we did a challenge, I don't, I don't know, 10 days or something to see how much money you could see, see what, how much you could sell in 10 days. And I didn't sell as much as I wanted to, but I hadn't had that epiphany yet. And now I feel like if we did that again, if I, you know, and I can, and I can do that at any time, I can challenge myself. Totally. Um, totally. But I feel like that I have a greater understanding of it. And I also have a greater understanding of, um, I, I think you you mentioned this in, in, you know, some of the groups, but like I've sold skincare, gut health, um, you know, I've sold everything. So I've sold everything but myself, which is what I'm really selling now. Right. You're selling from your soul, really. And and I'm selling something that I truly do believe in and truly do love. And, you know, whether my skin looks good or my gut feels good, none of that really matters. Um, You know, I've sold CBD. I've sold all of it. I've sold everything. But nothing lights me on fire like like working with other other people to to pull out their creativity and to, you know, blaze a trail forward for everyone, not just by myself, not just, you know, it's, I think that's what excites me is that when we sit down to meet, to talk about your book or your workbook or whatever. And I'm like, okay, this is what I was thinking about, you know? And it's just like stuff that comes to my head. And I'm like, and I don't know where this stuff comes from it. Cause I'm not some super mastermind on how to create a workbook. I just know where it comes from. I get, but but I get it. And I know, and and that's the one thing that I I think that makes me so excited. Like my heart's real excited right now anyway, because I just know. Yeah. But where does it come from? It comes from within, but it comes from divine. Yeah. 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 You said you didn't know where it came from, but I knew that you knew. 
Oh, you mean when I get all these ideas? Yeah, yeah. they just yeah, they and just when, pour in. When you're working in your purpose, when you're doing what's already part of you, it you know where it's coming from. It's coming from you. And I and I think that that is another thing, another wall that was torn down when we talk about tearing down the walls was that it had never that that is not something that ever occurred to me that mm. that like I like to paint. So I just, you know, I paint watercolor houses for people that want to commission portraits of their homes. I like to do it, but that's not what lights me on fire. And when you when you said that, I was like, oh, that's what that is. That's that's how I knew it was my purpose, but I didn't realize I didn't put all those connections together. So now that I see what my purpose is, even since that has been shown to me, you know, and like we've talked about it and talked through it and really gotten a handle on it. When people ask me, what do you do? I have no problem telling you that this is what I do. And I have not had any problem talking about it on social media. I have not. Whereas before I was like, well, I'm a coach and I'm, and, and I can help you get out of your way, you know, instead of. Yeah, because you I weren't did. living in your purpose and you were unsure about right. like, what really am I doing? And that's, that's what I see a lot of people with. It's like, they kind of know where they want to go, but they're not really sure. Um, and, and this work, it just brings it to the surface so clearly. Um, so we've been talking for almost an hour. Time flies when you're having fun. Before we go, <laughs> before we go, what's one thing that you really want all the listeners, like everybody, to know about this journey? One thing. Well, if it's more than one, you could share more than one. Well, like, so, like yeah. So, go ahead. This journey for me was scary, but every time I would get scared or nervous, I would think about what the alternative was. And I don't want to be stuck in a a job doing whatever that is, 40 hours a week, making this, this pay right here. I, because doing that job does not light my soul on fire. What lights my soul on fire is being able to stand, stand up, be creative, be myself and help others pull out their creativity. Yeah. So what would you tell the people listening? What advice would you give them? Yasha Kageo. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I'm sorry. My water almost choked. Sorry, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's going to spit that water all over." Um, actually, what I would suggest, if you ha- if you don't, if you haven't invested in yourself, you should consider that. I did a lot of, hey, let me hop on these three or four three days with. Kathy or whoever was doing free trainings and those are great, but it's not until you actually invest in yourself. I think that was one of the things that I said to you the first on that consultation call was I have never seriously invested in myself. And if I don't invest in myself, I'm not going to move forward. And I, and I would not, I would not bat an eye at it again. That's so amazing. Yeah. I mean, I tell people that all the time. Yeah. That's like the first transformation. That's the first part of the transformation that really gets the ball rolling is being afraid to invest in yourself, but doing it anyway. Yes. Yeah. Cause I'm not going to say that it was, it wasn't scary. It was, and it still is. But at the same time, I am so different than I was back in January. I'm, I'm, I'm in a different place. I am, my vibration is much higher. I, I even trust myself more. Like I know those feelings, like I can feel it in my soul if it's right, wrong or whatever. And I am trusting myself so much more. And it was absolutely worth 
the investment into myself. Totally. Totally. Well, thank you so much. This has been so fun. And I know we could talk for hours at a time. (laughs) So... Um, Stay tuned for the Gail and Laurie show. <laughs> that'll, be our next, that'll be our next adventure. You we'll be on know. YouTube. <laughs> Don't put those. You know how I am when the new ideas come up. I just jump on them if I if I'm if they're vibrating with me. So you never know. But for everybody listening, the next round of the Abundant Woman is starting. But it's this time it's called the Abundant Woman Playground, and it's starting on August the sixteenth. And I'm doing early bird now. So the info will be in the comments. But if you, well, when you sign up for early bird, which is by the 6th of August, you get a special workshop with me so I can coach you on what your offer will be in the playground so that you can get an early start on how you're going to make a lot of freaking money. So make sure you get in there with us. Lori will be there. And a whole bunch of other people that we've been having fun and making money with are going to be there. We want you there, too, because we want everybody to have their aha moments and totally transform their lives. Absolutely. Thank you, Lori. Thank you for having me. This was so much fun, as always. But thank you. I appreciate this. And I I can't wait for the Abundant Woman Playground. I know. Very exciting. I I have a little behind the scenes action, but still, I'm very excited for it. All right. Bye, everybody. See you next week.